Hey guys, what's going on? Aaron Bennett here. In this video, gonna talk about some of the latest news stories with cryptocurrency. The first one, the rapper Nas calling himself cryptocurrency Scarface after making a bunch of money with Coinbase going public. The next story, and this is a huge one. So Visa outlines five ways it's pushing into crypto. Next, taking a look at Dogecoin. We can't get it out of our heads because Elon Musk is headed on SNL next Saturday. And it already got a boost because he was talking about it. There may be a skit about it on SNL, so we will see what happens there. Next, taking a look at a story you may have heard. It's been going around Twitter, going around the internet. Charlie Munger basically says Bitcoin success is disgusting. I'm going to head into what he said and then take a look at a bullish story. So Andreessen Horowitz, they were one of the Coinbase investors. They're trying to raise a billion bucks for a new crypto investment fund. Then taking a look at a bullish story, Bitcoin whale behavior shows massive Bitcoin accumulation above the $50,000 mark and finishing off the video with a pretty awesome story. So Dan Held works at Kraken, one of the largest exchanges, and it says don't count on a massive Bitcoin correction at the end of the crypto bull cycle. So this story talking about what's called a super cycle, basically what would have to happen and the reasons why it may happen that Bitcoin is not going to have, you know, an 80% correction or a massive crypto winter at the end of this cycle. We may just see it go flat for a while, or we're going to see Bitcoin continue to tick up all the way to a million bucks without much of a correction. So definitely going to head into what he said there. So the first story talking about Nas basically getting rich. <laughs> and uh, he had that album. I used to listen to it actually a lot, Illmatic. I think it came out back in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Anyway, he just came out with a song with Jay-Z and DJ Khaled called Sorry Not Sorry. And in the song, he says, winner in life, F a coin toss, I'm coin-based cryptocurrency Scarface. So referring to his $40 million stake in Coinbase. So they say that he invested between 100 grand and 500 grand in Coinbase in 2013. So that is a really good return. I mean, you're looking at like a 100x return on his investment or more. It could be more like a 400x return. So well done, Mr. Nas. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I plan on investing in the next funding round for Celsius Network, because I really believe in the company and the fundamentals are looking stronger than ever. So the next story, this story is pretty huge. Visa outlines five ways that it's pushing into crypto. So the first way, Visa wants to make it easier for people to use the Visa cards to buy crypto. So the CEO said that his aim is to make it possible for Visa customers to buy Bitcoin directly and work with Bitcoin wallets to allow Bitcoin to be translated into fiat currency. So basically making it very easy to buy Bitcoin with your Visa cards. The second helping you spend your crypto. So he said that if this is possible, it would mean approximately 70 million merchants could accept Bitcoin as payment. He goes on to say, and we're, meaning Visa, is the clear leader here. We've got over 35 digital currency platforms and wallets that have chosen to work with us. He mentioned Coinbase, Crypto.com card, which I use all the time, BlockFi card, which is coming out soon, the Fold card, which I also use. I made a video about that yesterday and Bitpanda. So the third way, crypto in everyday finance. So he said that he wants to help financial institutions and fintech companies 
offer crypto to all of their customers. So the fourth way, he talks about settlement of crypto. So he boasts that Visa's infrastructure is letting financial institutions settle transactions in the US dollar pegged stablecoin USDC. So this is huge. So December 2020, Visa partnered with Circle, the company that basically creates USDC along with Coinbase, to integrate USDC into the Visa ecosystem. So basically making it easier and easier to buy, sell, transact, and use crypto. We're talking about how Bitcoin is really inefficient or it's really slow. And imagine just integrating Bitcoin with Visa. So it wouldn't be on chain, meaning it wouldn't be every transaction you do is going to be settled on the Bitcoin base layer network. It would be a secondary layer. So similar to the Lightning Network, which is coming out, um, or even using Cash App or PayPal to transact with Bitcoin. And the fifth thing that they want to do is help central banks get their digital currencies out into the public. So I can absolutely see this happen. Uh, CBDCs or central bank digital currencies are going to happen. Uh, there's already digital yuan in China and uh, it's going to be everywhere. And imagine if the United States had to create their own way of distributing it and, uh, you know, getting it out to people. It would be a mess. Uh, the, the U.S. you know, government is a disaster in a lot of ways. If you remember the website for Obamacare, uh, that was a joke. I think they spent like hundreds of millions of dollars on a website that crashed. So using Visa will obviously be a good idea. So the next story, Dogecoin rises 10% after Elon says it's probably going to be on SNL. So somebody asked, summon the Doge father. And Elon said, definitely. So what that means is he is kind of saying that he is going to mention Dogecoin on Saturday Night Live. And that spiked Dogecoin by 10%. So it's amazing how quickly Dogecoin can move when Elon decides to talk about it. So we'll see what happens. That's going to be this Saturday. So take a look at this guy. Yep. I think he's 90. Uh, Charlie Munger said that Bitcoin's success is disgusting. So what did he say? I'll read it. Of course, I hate the Bitcoin success and I don't welcome a currency that's so useful to kidnappers and extortionists and so forth. Nor do I like just shuffling out a few extra billions and billions and billions of dollars to somebody who just invented a new financial product out of thin air. So I think I should say modestly that I think the whole damn development is disgusting and contrary to the interests of civilization. So what I think about this is that well, I think a lot I think a lot of things, but I'm trying to make my videos a little bit impartial, but I think a lot of you guys would agree. I think he's out of the loop. I also think that he realizes that Bitcoin completely threatens his worldview, and it also really threatens all of his buddies, all of the guys working, you know, at the highest tiers of the highest organizations of the leaders of the world, whatever you want to call it. So, here, Alex Gladstein or Gladstein said, Bitcoin may be contrary to Charlie Munger's idea of civilization, but for many less privileged than he, a neutral, open source, permissionless, censorship and confiscation resistant financial system beyond the control of corporations and governments is much more civilized than the status quo. Yes, I agree. And the next story. So Andreessen Horowitz targets a billion bucks for a new fund. So they're building up the investment fund 
after successfully investing in Coinbase. So pretty bullish story here, just more and more money coming into the space. The next story, Bitcoin whale behavior is showing accumulation above 50 grand. And in this story, he's going over a bunch of data points, a bunch of metrics and charts showing why basically, long story short, this is bullish. So big money is accumulating Bitcoin. And the final story. So Dan Held, a pretty big Twitter following, seems like a cool guy. I don't know. Uh, don't count on massive Bitcoin correction at the end of the crypto bull cycle. So I'll try to summarize what he's saying and what his argument is. He says that a bearish correction at the end of the current cycle may not be in the cards this time around. So then he says, what if the price goes to 300 grand and then it goes flat for a few years? He says, maybe it'll just be a very mild winter. We won't have that 80% drop like we have in previous years. So basically he says that Bitcoin could go straight to a million dollars without a true bearish period. So this would happen because of an influx of institutional capital intensifying economic crises and a massively bullish and solidified narrative surrounding Bitcoin. So he says what happens when ownership of Bitcoin moves from 0.01% of the world to 1%? That is a good question. He also says what happens when part of the $100 trillion that is managed by institutions flows into Bitcoin to preserve their wealth. And I think when an ETF is finally approved in the United States, holy crap, we are going to see so much money flow into Bitcoin. All sorts of other financial products are going to be created once that ETF is live. I think it's going to be crazy. So I agree with him there. So then he says, after it moves to a million dollars, it could just have smaller cycles after that. He says, this may be one of the final big cycles for Bitcoin. And one thing that's really interesting is that I do follow Dan on Twitter and he always talks about the super cycle. And what happens is that if enough people begin to believe an idea or believe something about what the price of a, you know, Bitcoin's going to do, it can gain traction in and of itself. You know, it can it's a meme that can actually gain momentum behind it. Similar to plan B, which I talk about all the time, and I always show you guys the charts of plan B, that has become sort of a a meme and it may or may not be a self-fulfilling prophecy. So Dan's super cycle idea is another meme or another idea that could really gain some traction. And I can see this happening. You know, I can see, you know, when the price hits 100 grand, maybe it'll drop back down to 70, go up to 180, drop back down to 120. And then once we hit 300, the entire world could be in a different position. So guys, that's it for the video today. Thanks for watching. Comments below. Let me know what you're thinking. And until next time, talk with you soon and bye for now.